thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam. I'm Damian Kristoff and Brett Hill. <laughs> Brett Hill is not here today, and this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. Brett Hill is actually somewhere in the world crying his eyes out after his Perth? team loss. Yeah, he's, it's raining. It's pouring rain at the moment. I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but it's pouring rain, and it's it's pouring from the sore of Brett, Brett Hill's eyes. Yeah, his yeah, team poor, is lost. Poor, poor, poor Brett. Poor Brett. I, I share his pain. Because Richmond didn't do very well this year. Oh, we did. We got to the finals. But, you know, if you don't make the grand final, it doesn't really matter if you make the finals, right? And I think that's how Brett's feeling right now. You've been feeling like that for, what, 10 years? 30. 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. Uh, well, listen, guys, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a weird part of the season at the moment. Uh, in, in the world, I guess, it's transition time, isn't it? So in down under here in Australia, we are transitioning, transitioning from uh, our winter into summer you know, as we transition spring. to a springtime. And uh, in North America, uh, where she came back from, is transitioning from summer uh, into winter as they go going through autumn. And I thought, you know, we thought it'd be a great time uh, to do a podcast on as we move and transition to a new part of our life, or if we want to transition to something great in our lives, we have to kind of move and change and eliminate things in our life. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, totally. You got to you got to clear the clutter, you know, dust off the cobwebs, get rid of the dirt, you know, clean the barbecue, you got to do all these sorts of things. Like it's really important. But uh, you know, it's if you stay in the previous season, you miss out on the current and there's so many things you got to let go of. And so Lawrence is the king of killing clutter. He just knocks out stuff and I thought that uh, today uh, that I could ask Lawrence a number of mindset <laughs> things um, about clutter and clearing things and letting things go and creating space and creating opportunity because there's so many people out there that look at you, LT, and go, I want what he's got. Well, not only uh, do they want your suits, they want the hair, the porcelain skin, um, pointy shoes, all those sorts of things, the Apple gear, the iPhone 6, <laughs> all of that sort of stuff. They want it, you know. They want what you've got. Um, they they want to know how that how you got it. How do you how do you how do you have so much but feel not cluttered? You know, how, how do you do that? LT? See, it's funny when it's just the two of us, isn't it? Is that that's not exactly what we agreed upon before we started this podcast, <laughs> but this is the way it's going to go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we can take it anyway. I mean, you might throw it back onto me soon and we'll just keep going. Oh, man, here we go. Well, it's funny because, uh, you know, talking about limiting clutter, I'm not sure if I'm the I'm the clutter release kind of guy, but, uh, you know, if you talk to my wife, she, she would totally disagree. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think how I get rid of clutter is uh, have a wife like Karen and who eliminates for me. <laughs> without telling me so Karen the the clutter clearer yeah the clutter queen um all right so I mean I think one of the key things is about uh, I I was in Toronto uh, recently and um you know I was uh you know attending uh, Dan Sullivan who's uh, one of my mentors and coaches and and he talked about a a theory and I thought it was really intriguing and I thought we'd bring it up to this podcast from a wellness guy point of view I think it can be you know utilized in a health point of view too as well and he talks about the you know to gain energy in life to gain more energy in your life and to have more energy uh, to do things and to be more productive uh, one of the key things is to actually not to do more but to actually 
learn to eliminate and to learn to decide on things that you no longer need. Because what he's he's suggesting is that the more time we spend on stuff, right, quote unquote stuff, the stuff that drains us, that's the people that takes time away from us, um, you know, the thought patterns that we have that actually creates more clutter in our lives is actually will will produce so much more energy sucking time from uh, from our bodies and, and and from our life that actually cr- doesn't allow us to be the 2.0 version of ourselves and i thought that would be a great topic to talk about what are some of the things that you can eliminate in your life and uh to be able to transition to a new life the 2.0 version of your life mm-hmm. well I, I don't know if you're asking me that question as to what sort of things i could drop off because um obviously over the last few weeks you know that i've been thinking about all the things that i could drop off in my life and uh and so yeah, there's a lot of different things. And one of the things that we've done in, in this in my house is uh, we've moved Forage because Forage used to be a home business. You know, I'm, I'm telling everybody right now, Forage used to be practically out of, out of my study and out of my lounge room. That's where we've been doing Forage from for the last two and a half years. And just recently, we moved it into a warehouse. And in fact, only last week, so very recently. <laughs> And so I've it's got one of the reasons why the mom's guy is not on video because <laughs> you're that force in the background. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I've even filmed videos with the forage stuff in the background. It just makes it look all so busy, and uh, and so that in itself has created this amazing amount of space and airiness in uh, in our house. So we had the doors open today because the sun was out. It was 18 degrees. It was beautiful here in Melbourne. Actually, it was 17. I just I just exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> 17 degrees. Felt like 18. And uh, and we had the wind flowing through. But because we'd created so much space, because we got all of the boxes out, all of the brochures out, all the paraphernalia. We even got that green couch, the wellness couch. We got rid of that. We took that down to the warehouse, and uh, and I've got space back in my house again, and and it's it's amazing. It's a great feeling, and it it set me it set me up for um for spring. And I know that spring started twenty one days ago, and you know spring's always beautiful here in Melbourne, and and if you've been looking at Facebook, you've seen some of the photos. I mean, have you seen some of the photos I've taken of yeah, spring? Yeah, you're taking pictures of bees, which is really- and flowers, man, like. <laughs> <laughs> and the bees, but the bees, because you know the bees are in trouble because the, there's there's a company in the states who wants to increase the amount of uh, of of anti bee chemical. I don't know what it's called, like a pesticide that kills bees. They want to increase it by four forty thousand or four thousand times. Um, so they're lobbying lobbying you know the FDA or someone to bring it in. So we're losing bees all over the place, and so I get excited when I see a bee. So I took a photo of it. But anyway, I digress. So um, spring is beautiful, and so with that, we cleaned out our cupboard. We found some potatoes that were growing. Have you ever had that before, LT? <laughs> yeah. Look, we, we found potatoes. Days. <laughs> oh, well, we still do. We found some potatoes. Um, some had fallen down the back of the cupboard, and oh. there they were growing. Um, it's amazing, isn't it, that they could grow yeah. without any sunlight? Yeah. I think that's incredible. Like, that's why they're called nightshades. Yeah, and I, I think it's a. <laughs> it's amazing, though. We chopped that off, and I'll plant. I'll put them in my garden, so we'll, we'll plant them. We'll get some more potatoes. They're kipfler ones too, which I really like. But we cleaned out a whole lot of stuff, and we're getting fresh, ready for spring. And there's transition time, not only with the garden, the herbs that you plant, or the herbs that you can harvest, uh, but there's transition time with the types of fruits coming into your house, with more berries coming available. Mangoes to be in season shortly in Australia, and um, and so it, it's time now to freshen things up, but. 
the point that you were making before is to clear the clutter, take things out. We got rid of forage out of our house, and it's freer and it's airier now, so it feels really nice. Have you had that experience, LT? Yeah, well, recently in our house, um, in our neighborhood, you know, we have the uh, spring cleanup, or you know, I can I think it's called spring cleanup, where you know, basically you just get rid of your junk and uh, you put it in the street and. You know, like the hard rubbish, hard yeah, rubbish, the, the rubber stuff. Yeah, the pickup uh, rubbish pickups, yeah. and they just kind of. Oh just man, I would have, I would have come out to your house and picked up some of your rubbish because yeah. if you <laughs> there'd be some amazing stuff in your hard rubbish. No, there isn't. You 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 don't uh, want, you don't want any baby baby prams and diapers and and all that. Yeah, stuff. but it'd be like the best baby pram ever. <laughs> like it'd be, it'd be like remote control baby pram. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But it's funny though. Like it's the feeling though you get. I don't know about you, but like just eliminating. Uh, we just actually, as we were doing that spring cleanup, we eliminated a whole bunch of clothes. You know that we never. You know oh. that we hardly ever wear. And uh, and so you know, getting rid of the uh, kids' clothes and and shoes and all that stuff, and just and removing that. And it's amazing uh, to be able to have that freedom when that happens. Uh, you know, just mm. like you said, just because it just feels like you can breathe again. You know, it's amazing how much clutter we actually um, collect over time and the stuff that we collect, because I find that it's almost like the more space you got, the more space you're going to need to fill it. <laughs> it's just like, it's one of those weird things, but it's amazing to look at, you know, people who, you know, you put stuff on the street and you, you know, you see people driving around just collecting stuff, right. From the rubbish, mm-hmm. um, just to put in their life, and it's amazing. So there's two types of people, right? People who are willing to, to well, actually, there's probably more than that. There's probably people who are willing to just let go of things, and there's people who just want to keep things, and there's people who actually go look for more rubbish <laughs> to put in their lives. And so, you know, if you use that as an analogy, is that you know, what kind of person do you want to be? And that's the you know the type of podcast we want to talk about today is because it's really important. Because well, there's trash know, and treasure, though, isn't it? There's the trash and treasure thing, though, LT. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that, I get that. But, but one. You know, your your trash might be someone else's treasure. I guess and so. That. Maybe that then they might put out some of their old stuff and go. I upgraded. I went to Lawrence's house and got a whole lot of stuff, and I've upgraded. Yeah, trust me, it. it I'm, I'm, we threw away trash. It was. It wasn't like anything other than trash, right? Uh, you know, you see people like you know, there's broken TVs out there. You see like you know, broken bikes and stuff, and people collect these stuff. And and I get it. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Just use that as an analogy in, in your life. Is that you know, there are people who are willing to shed things to move on, and there's people who are not willing to shed anything, and there's people who actually go collect more energy suckers into their life. You know, so it's really important to kind of distinct, uh, distinctly know, you know, what you're doing when you do that. So, I mean, let's look at that. Per- uh, look at biology, for example. I find that when I was in practice, a lot of times around this time of year is that uh, during transition, like spring and, and fall or autumn, there's a lot of um, people who actually get quite like I get colds and flus. I'm not sure if you you see that in, my, in your practice, but I yep. recognize that during this transition period, it's almost like, it, and I remember getting this explanation of of the biology and i'm correct me if i'm wrong david because i know you're smarter than me but there's you know in as the as the season changes the the body's um epithelial cells inside um start to change and as they change to adapt to the weather as well they have to go through a shedding process just like you know you see your, your animals your dog for example they shed the fur and stuff because they're getting a new coat well in the analogy is almost like we in internally we also like shed um uh a, a new layer of skin, I guess, to prepare for the changing weather, and also that as they go through that, that change, it's almost like the the body is has to get rid of that stuff too as well. And because of that transition, there's often um, a lot of bacteria and, and viruses and stuff that you also kind of come along with that. And 
and it's just the change of season actually creates the change uh, within our skin cells, uh, within our body, and we're actually preparing for a different season. And if you can oh. think, yeah, it's it's just I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. Wow. There you go. Um, and so as that, that happens throughout, throughout our body, I mean, that's the, the thing that we have to kind of embrace because if you look at, you know, I talk a lot about people, like the, the people that you surround yourself um, with is, you know, is, can be very, I guess, either influential in your life in a good way or in a, neg- in a bad way. And it's really important to kind of know, um, to kind of hang around with people that actually inspire you, to move you, to actually to, to become a better person than you and because better person than uh, of who you want to be because if you start hanging around with people who are sort of negative who are actually can drain energy in your body uh sort of not drain energy from your body but from your life that actually creates more problems and mm. it can really stop you from growing and i'm talking about people who never really support you in your life you never really kind of support um, your ideas who or your encouragement to succeed or push yourself to the next level every time you kind of come up with a new idea that is very discouraging and some of those people that we're talking about are actually your own family members and that is the hard part for most people your closest mm-hmm. friends your family members are the ones who are discouraging and it could be your parents it could be your your siblings um it could be your best friend you know when you tell them a good idea and all of a sudden it goes oh you can't do that and or you, you shouldn't do that and if you had that all your life, you never actually go after their dreams and never go after something just because someone else told you you can't be done. I don't mm. know, you know, and that and that's really hard. I'm sure you've experienced that. I know I have experienced in my life the people mm. that they're closest to me that actually stops me from you know going after something that I I feel that it was right for me at the time. Yeah, we actually spoke about that at the summit. Remember, um, I think there was a question at the summit. Somebody asked about uh, what do you do when people don't want to go with you and they hold you back. And I kind of just, you know, blurted out, um, get rid of them, move on. But that's not what I'm, I didn't mean to say that. It's, that's just what I said. And all of a sudden, my answer was over. And I, I couldn't actually, I, everyone, else, everyone, else, everyone else got their chance to say their thing. And, and I had to look, you know, I had to stand back and just, eat, you know, replay in my mind those silly words that I said. And really, what I wanted to say was that, you know, in supporting yourself and supporting your own well-being as well as the well-being of others, sometimes it's just best just to sit back or stand back and just acknowledge that that's where people are at that point in time. And then – and certainly don't get too charged by it because the charge or the emotion of being charged, of course, has a significantly – uh, negative effect on the body, um, not only from a heart rate perspective or from a digestive perspective, but and, and a, a brain chemical perspective, um, but from the hormones, adrenaline, cortisol uh, have you know quite a significant effect on your body when you get alerted or alarmed by what somebody just says. And so, if you can just sit back and just go, oh, okay, yep, no worries, I got it. That's where you are. That's where you want to be. I'm okay with it. I still love you. You're still my friend. You're still my family member. I'm just going to move on. But the moment you get charged by something that actually happens, the quicker you go into that fight or flight response, which is a defensive mode, and uh, you actually trigger inflammatory processes and patterns within your body that uh, that call upon the immune system to be somewhat suppressed. And so you can actually get a little bit overrun with uh, infection. Um, and then what? And I actually want to go back to a little bit of what Lawrence was just talking about before, which was where there was the shedding of cells within the body. I, I was totally unaware of that. I didn't know that LT, but thank you. That's uh, I love that that whole thought process that that can actually take place. The thing that I understand is that with the change and the shift in um, in the climate and the change and the shift in what's in the air, airborne um, pollens or airborne. 
um, parasites or infection, virus, whatever is, you know, whatever's there. Um, and, you know, certainly closed rooms, stale air, all those sorts of things or fresh air, whatever's changing, that is a challenge to the nervous system. And, of course, the way in which um, we deal with the nervous system as chiropractors, we know this to be true. Um, and certainly mainstream medicine's catching on, you know, as they start to understand that it's not just about the bacteria or the virus. It's actually more about the host. But the challenge to the nervous system is such that it triggers an immune response. And the increased immunity as a result of the nervous system being challenged is why we result in symptoms. And so we get symptoms because the, ner- the, the nervous system has signaled our immune system to fire up. And so the symptoms are the, ner- the immune system firing up to manage whatever's coming into our body. Now, if we've got good balance with our immune system with good bacteria in our gut and good balance because we've got good vitamin C levels and zinc levels in our body, then we'll, we'll manage it and move on pretty quickly. But the point where we're hypersensitive, we have a massive immune response. Yeah. I just want to be clear. I mean, that's just something I heard and I have no scientific, you know, uh, you know, validity on that. It's just something, but I th- felt that it was a good analogy in terms of transition. Uh, what I'm trying to say is about removing things and, and during transition, during periods of transition is that it, it's helpful for us to kind of recognize the things that are actually going to go on. And yes, there's going to be parts of when you eliminate people in your lives or, you know, eliminate groups out of your life, it's our thoughts in your life. There's going to be a transitional period where you are actually going to feel uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to feel of like, you know, it's hard to eliminate, you know, friends and family, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about eliminate that you never talk to them. It just means that you don't have to hang around with them all the time. You know what I mean? You don't have to put forth your ideas to them. I mean, that's one of the key points about having, you know, mastermind groups or groups of people that support you. And, you know, whether in business or in life, I mean, this is why I, you know, in my coaching group that I've created is creating a group of people who support each other, you know, who is going to encourage each other to succeed, not, uh, they're not going to be jealous of each other. You know what I mean? And we share our ideas. It's about win-win situation. And that's, you know, in a, in a, this is why we created the Wellness Couch Club, right? It's a club where it allows people to kind of be hanging around, to hang out together and to be supportive of each other and ask questions and not be afraid that you're going to be judged. And I think mm. it's important to have those type of people. And, and so I remember hearing the story about, I can't remember who it was, but this is a high-profile guy, and basically he invites. He has this massive New, Year, New Year's Eve party, and every year he has uh, he invites um, thirty people, and the 30, the thirty people is the his 30, 30 closest friends uh, or influences uh, influencers in, in his life that year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he writes out the thirty list, and then the next year he ranks them again from one to thirty, and so. Right. So if you're not in the top 30, you won't get an invite <laughs> to his party, right? <laughs> so every year he eliminates certain people and adds more people into the list, right? But it's only out of 30. So you move up and down on a ranking. Now, that, that's his, his ranking list, right? But if you take that idea, whether you, don't, whether you think that's good or bad, but think, take the idea about you know, moving on in your life. If you want to get somewhere, if you want to move ahead in business or in life or in your health or whatever, then it, it's important to start to look at, you know, do you what who are the people are surrounding yourself in your in your sphere of influence that's going to give you the the to help you moving into the next step, right? Because, you know, like many people say, I mean, you, you can hear from, you know, all the top motivational people or inspirational speakers and stuff. They all say that you are the the average of your five closest friends. You know, and um, you know when you're talking about income, you are the average. Your income is the average of your five closest friends. So you know, then you know if you want to be better, then you want to have 
better average friends, right? Better friends that surrounding you. And I always say that you don't want, never want to be the smartest person in your group. You want to be, you know, because you want other people to be smarter than you so they can lift you to uh, play and to play, help you play a, a bigger game. Well, you are the smartest person in our group. So, yeah, what's going to happen is, there? That is not true. That is the truth. <laughs> I just that might appear truth. to be the smartest person, but I'm definitely not the smartest. Well, you person. are. You are. You're certainly the smartest dressed. Let's put it that way. I so, love the best. I love the best, like you, David. Well, you take me shopping, as we all found out at the Wellness yeah, Summit. You're yeah, the one that takes me shopping. That's full of lies, there. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at well, all. Let's, let's, let's move on to another topic like you know we talked about people um yes. what about yeah. some of the let, let's talk about in terms of you know from a healthy perspective from, from a food perspective because i mean this is the wellness guy show you know what are some of the things that we could look at to start eliminating in our life for a during and transitional period what would you suggest like what are some of the big ones i mean we all kind of know the big ones but maybe there would be something that uh you know people have never heard of but what were the top three uh things that you would con- consider if you were to transition now what were some of the three things that you would look at to, you would want to eliminate or at least reduce well if we're talking about uh where we are in the hemispheres so if we're in the southern hemisphere and we're moving into a warmer climate, we've got to go lighter foods. We've got to go the, the lighter, less dense foods. Um, so salads and, you know, um, less cooked vegetables. So we're not doing the, you know, the overheated sort of stuff anymore. We're, we're not doing soups now. Uh, we're moving into more of the lighter, easier to digest foods, foods that give us um, energy quickly, uh, but also leave the body rapidly. And this is to help us with cooling. And we don't want foods to stick around in our body that are going to be hugely thermogenic because the, the foods that increase heat in our body, like the starchy you know, vegetables, and then you know, it, for those people who are continuing to eat grains, and, and I do, um, for those of you who are eating grain, um, those sorts of foods can actually keep our body quite warm in the winter, and we don't necessarily need that as we're moving into the summer. So it's lighter foods and that's that's a good thing to do um when you're doing uh your, your tea your cup of tea or you, you're having you know beverages at a night time or at an afternoon time it's nice now to be putting um fresh citrus into your uh, hot beverages like lime or lemon or orange uh because they're now coming into season so as you, as you see more lemons and limes on the trees you pick them slice it up squeeze it into your into your um into your food, and that'll increase the digestive fibery gut so that you can actually start to digest foods a bit faster and eliminate it faster so it's not hanging around your body so much so that you're not heating your body up too much. Um, that's a really nice cooling thing to be able to do, um, as well as nourishing to the digestive system. So that's a great thing. Um, and I think also, I'm just trying to think of some of the other things you might do. Um, you know, lighter proteins. I know that, you know, through the winter time, we tend to all get stuck into, you know, big bone broths and we have, um, you know, big chunks of protein and big heavy red meats and all those sorts of things. It's thinner cuts through the summer and fish and, you know, really light, easy to digest um, proteins as well as the carbohydrates, you know, carbohydrates in the sense of, of your vegetables and your salads. 
Um, and then with your oils, of course, making sure that they're fresh and raw, you probably don't need to have as much coconut oil, um, you know, probably now. In fact, you may not want to be cooking a whole lot at all. In fact, most of your stuff is probably more likely to be raw um, or only just mildly heated and cooked. So you don't need to cook everything through and through. So you may not need to use as much coconut oil. You might use macadamia oil. You might use olive oil or grapeseed oil. But, of course, all in its cold-pressed, organic, you know, uncooked um, and fresh states, so don't you know? Don't go and cook it all and, and smoke it all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, uh, hopefully that helps. Lt, I, I think there's, yeah, there's, I think it's great. I mean, you're looking at seasons, right? So you're looking at sure, basically seasonal. eating seasonal and uh, and and the way you eat uh, seasonally. It's you know from what you do in Australia and uh, say in Canada is completely the opposite. Um, so it's it. really, really interesting. So that's great stuff. I think Seasonal is best. You know, what, you know, Cindy and I spoke about that at uh, at the summit. I know that also Pete Evans spoke about it at the summit. Uh, and we spoke about, you know, making sure that the food that you do choose is seasonal. And what's interesting is that some people actually coming out of winter, having eaten summer foods all the way through winter and wondering, oh, my gosh, how come the food starts to taste different now? And that's because the food now is at the, it's, it's being picked at the time when you're supposed to eat it. And you're supposed to be eating different foods through winter um, according to where you live. So, And one of the greatest places to find out what you should be eating is at an organic grocer because it can't grow um, unless it's the right, uh, the right climate or the right location. Yeah. And I think um, one of the last things that I think we should talk about about elimination is about, you know, actual things. We talked about people, right? We talked about food. And, um, and I think the last thing is about you know, as we kind of ending off this particular podcast is about things. And mm-hmm. one of the interesting things is about what are some of the things in your in your life or in your household or your office that you should probably just get rid of because oh, you no longer need. Tell me what tell me what we, what are I gonna do here? Yeah, it's it's I mean there's so many things that um that that I, I'm when it comes to information in terms of um educational stuff and uh you know you know me, I collect. I've been to many many seminars i've probably been to hundreds of seminars across the world um and you know every time you go to a seminar what do you collect you connect yeah. a workbook of some sort or notes yeah and you store it store it somewhere right it's in my bookcase or you have these books that you buy that you never read yeah and you put in your bookcase and so sometimes um you look at that and you go oh i might need it someday right yeah <laughs> you might need it someday but even though you've never even touched it for like 10 years it's still there <laughs> and um and then so the question is is that what happens if there was a fire and burned all of those notes what would you do well nothing you <laughs> it's 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 you know it wouldn't you wouldn't stress out about it it's just because you you know it's gone um and so you know what are some of those notes like i mean i look back and and, and that was, when i heard that i was like oh yeah there's so many years of notes that i've never touched that i think I thought I would actually go back to one day, but mm. never have. Mm. And so what about the elimination of just getting rid of some of those stuff and freeing up so that it allows you to have that mental space and also the space physically to allow them for you to put something else in there and to actually absorb some of the information that you are currently um, currently listening to. Because, I mean, let's face it, right now in this in 2014, you have access to way more information so than you ever stuff. had, you know, five years ago. Yeah. Like I'm talking not even just just information in general. I'm talking about free information. Right? Mm. It's like you can get you can find a podcast on anything right now. You know, mm. if you want to learn about investing in stocks, you can, you know, there's 
tons of podcasts in there you could, if you want to just listen to you know uh, i don't know some sort of exercise like you know if you want to learn about yoga i'm sure there's tons of yoga podcasts out there it's <laughs> and it's free you don't have to pay for it it's and true. so it's it, you have so much more information now and so you know think about you know look at your educational workbooks and stuff and maybe consider getting rid of some of those i think that's great elimination stuff um even some books that you've never read there's tons of books i bought you know, hoping to read one day and it's like 10 years later and I still haven't read it. And chances are I probably won't read it again. Imagine how smart you'd be if you did because you're incredible now. Well, (laughs) I wouldn't be, I would be just as smart as you, Damien. Wow. So what are some of the things you would think in your life, in your household that you would be willing to eliminate or should be eliminating? Me? Yeah. Well, obviously with the iPhone 6 now out, iPhone 5's got to go. (laughs) That's definitely got to go. You know, talk, like, let's talk about technology. How many, <laughs> how many, how many of you have you know old cables, right? Like, or old computers or laptops? Me, or- me, I've got. I'm actually looking up over my left shoulder right now, looking at my old laptop. Yeah. On top of my old laptop, which is an Apple Mac, I've got. I've got. Um, I still Which, have a Toshiba. I, I still have a Toshiba. Yeah, I've got my Toshiba. I've got my Toshiba. Years ago. I've got hard drives up there. I've and I've just opened up. I've got a BlackBerry graveyard, right? I've got. I have an MP3 player. I have an MP3 there from Creative. This is bef- this is around the time when Apple from Creative, yeah, from, from wow. Creative, from an, <laughs> when Apple came on an iPod, and I, and I was not a Mac guy at the time, and I decided not to buy an, a, a Mac iPod, and I bought this Creative MP3, which is like a brick. Honestly, is the size of you, almost like a wow. Sony Walk, Walkman. Did you actually try to buck the Apple trend? I did. That was before. Yeah, I totally bucked the Apple trend. You actually <laughs> went against the grain. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, I was not. Did you ever, did you ever own a BlackBerry? Never. Oh, Never. See, you're not a true Canadian. But I've actually got nine Blackberries in a drawer just here. Nine. Oh, who's the one who uh, owns a lot of stuff now? <laughs> <laughs> nine. I just had a look at them, and I've got a Nokia in there as well. So I, I don't know why I've kept them. I have I no idea why I've kept. Them. I'll never use them again. I don't know what, I'm, but I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, I think you need to give it, give it away to uh, to people who might who might be able to use that somewhere. The, so. Private message me if you want a BlackBerry. I've got heaps. <laughs> if you want a 2004 version of a Nokia or a BlackBerry, Damien's got one. If you're missing a part in your old BlackBerry that needs replacement. Hey, the batteries are good. The batteries are good. But uh, no, look, there is definitely some things that I can clear. Um, there's a lot of things that I could actually chuck out. I've got a lot of DVDs and CDs that I'd never listen to anymore. I could probably just put them on my computer and then. Just well, in fact, that'd be silly because I don't even listen to them anyway. So yeah. I might as well just chuck them out. Would that be right? Or just give it away. Give it away, you know, whatever. Put it out in the street. Someone will pick it up, I'm sure. So, yeah, well, I mean, what about, you know, for people, like, what about kitchen appliances? You know, kitchen appliances that you never use. Um, Saucepans. You know, yeah, like just stuff that you never use. Well, now that I've got a Thermomix, right, I don't need to use anything. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> is that right? Might as well get rid of your oven, right? <laughs> yeah. Nah. I don't even know. what. Well, I see I still – obviously, I do use the Thermomix, and, uh, but I, I use so many – because I, I, I cook all the time. I love cooking. So uh, I don't know what I could get rid of. But definitely, if you've still got a microwave, you should get rid of that unless you oh, use it to warm a – heat bag like a wheat bag or something like that because otherwise there's no point having a microwave because we all know that it's bad for you You might as well smoke cigarettes if you're going to use a microwave so same thing 
So anyway, so I just thought, you know, this episode was really dedicating on elimination of things. I think it's a good idea to kind of take a look at your life. What are some of the things that in your, in your life, in your home, in your office that you can just get rid of because you're not going to miss it anyways and clear up some clutter of your life? We talked about food and, and some of the things that you, you might want to transition um, to into the next uh, as we move into summer or winter for the Northern Hemisphere people. And we also talked a lot about f- people. And some some of the people that you might want to start to cut ties away from, um, or just to, move move away from. Don't yeah, cut ties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. you need to cut ties. Just you reckon? On, oh, uh, yeah. Some people do. Yeah. Some, I think it's really important to sometimes cut know. ties. I don't know about that. That's because you're you're a golden retriever and you can't let go of people. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I don't like cutting. I don't like saying goodbye. Oh. All right. Lesson yeah, learned. You can you, sh- you should cut you can you should cut ties from vampires. The silence the is the silence. The silence was deafening just then. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was just Damien and I just talking about eliminations. Join us on Facebook. Keep the conversation going on by going onto our Facebook page on the Wellness Guys Hour, the Wellness Couch. Uh, while you're there on Facebook, please like us there. Tell your friends and your families and other strangers who think you, who you think need a wellness update. Tell them about Wellness Guys. It's, it's about, I think it's a great show. We've been doing this for a long time, and we'll love for more people to kind of you know, know, know about what we do and uh, spreading the message across the world. So thank you for that, uh, for telling others people, uh, telling other people, but make sure you also go to iTunes and subscribe to us there and uh, leave us a five-star rating and leave a comment there too as well. Until next week, begin creating wellness to your lives. Lead by example. Let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on the Wellness Guys Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.